Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. More details on the Riddle Lesnar situation. A Raw star could be turning up at full sale, and Stone Cold Steve Austin shares his worst Rumble memory. You let the company down. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. I screwed up. For Wednesday, January the 29th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. One person can retire Brock Lesnar, only one person can end his career, and that person's going to be me. I don't like how he does it. I don't like the respect that he shows, and I don't like the work rate he puts out. That's just my personal opinion. I think there's, he's capable of more. Maybe it doesn't work out for me. Maybe it doesn't work out the first time, but I guarantee you, I'm gonna be there, and I'm gonna retire. Sunday was a weird day for Matt Riddle, was it not? In and out of the Royal Rumble within 40 seconds. Not a good time, not a good time at all for Riddle. Uh, It turns out that possibly the reason for Riddle's Royal Rumble was to do with a backstage Royal Rumble he almost had with Brock Lesnar. Alex McCarthy from TalkSport confirms uh, that there was indeed an altercation backstage before the Royal Rumble show started between Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle. According to a WWE official, Brock Lesnar was the one that instigated it. He approached Matt Riddle backstage and said, Kid, you might as well stop saying my name and tagging me in shit because you and I will never work together ever. Matt Riddle has been outspoken about how he is the one to retire Brock Lesnar in his own mind. You heard a little bit of that at the start of this news article right there. And a few tweets back and forth have really rubbed up Brock Lesnar the wrong way, which led to uh, this altercation just before the Rumble started. There was talk that Matt Riddle was uh, to do a bit more in the Royal Rumble match itself, but as a result of upsetting you know, one of the key players in that match, That didn't really transpire. Dave Meltzer kind of corroborates this uh, on Wrestling Observer Live. Dave said there's a lot of heat on Matt Riddle right now. And if you're wondering what happened in the Royal Rumble and why, there is your why. I don't want to say it's to teach him a lesson, but it probably is. He isn't at the forefront of NXT. And there's a reason he was in and out so quick. And it was more than just a way to get heat for Baron Corbin, which ended up being what the outcome was Anyway, Matt Riddle hasn't really won many of the WWE legends or locker room members over in the last 12 to 18 months. It was over the summer last year where he was getting very outspoken about Bill Goldberg, which led to a backstage uh, little 
meeting, shall we say, between those two. Very awkwardly captured uh, for w to the WWE Network. And just over the last 18 months or so, Matt Riddle has just spoken his mind on a lot of legends from wrestling and a lot of his peers as well. A few indicators have suggested that uh, people he shares the locker room with are a little bit done uh, with his style of 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 vocalization. Uh, there was uh, a, a tweet that's doing the rounds again this morning from last year in which Matt Riddle calls out uh, the NXT guys for not offering him a lift to the performance center, saying all their cars are full. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa uh, quote tweets this, essentially saying that the boys police themselves and tells Matt Riddle to go F himself. So, I mean, that's quite a strong indicator that Matt Riddle's not massively popular. Uh, during yesterday's Performance Centre class, uh, there was a mention of what occurred at the Royal Rumble between Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle. Uh, the class was told, according to reports, to stop calling out Raw and SmackDown talent on social media without their knowledge. Uh, the mention, according to uh, people who were there, got a big laugh from the NXT talent in attendance. A bit of a nudge and a wink to maybe not do a Matt Riddle going forward. So Matt Riddle not exactly in the good books with WWE at the moment. Tonight, uh, he teams up with Pete Dunne to take on the Grizzled Young Veterans in the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Uh, whether or not this will affect... Uh, their push as a tag team. We will find out in a few hours' time, won't we? Before the break, Samoa Joe took a big dive onto Buddy Murphy before the commercial break. Samoa Joe launching himself into Murphy, but it was on that collision that Samoa Joe was forced to leave the match. Yeah, what a heartbreaking moment for Samoa Joe now. No longer able to compete in this long tag team title match. Update for you on Samoa Joe now. Uh, Joe took a dive on Monday night and it looked like uh, he hit his head on the guardrail as he did. Uh, as a result, he was taken out of the tag team title match that he was in. Some speculated this might have been a storyline thing, but it turns out it wasn't. This was 100% legitimate. There were concerns for Samoa Joe's well-being, and he was removed from the match. And the remaining guys just called it on the fly. Uh, Dave Meltzer is reporting this morning that Samoa Joe suffered a concussion during this match and as a result of that said dive. Uh, the injury looked like it was part of a storyline, but Meltzer said it's not. And as we speak, he is going through the usual protocol uh, for concussion victims in WWE. Uh, this is a real setback for Samoa Joe, who's literally been back about 10 minutes from uh, his injury. Concussions are taken very, very seriously in WWE in this day and age. There is a whole protocol that WWE run through with impact, uh, not the wrestling company, a different thing, uh, in which uh, a star will be asked to uh, pass a certain number of rigorous tests to confirm and assure that they're not at risk of a second concussion. Uh, this is, I mean, this is the sort of thing that kept Daniel Bryan away forever. There was concerns of, of concussions coming back and there were so many tests that were done. Potentially, this could keep Samoa Joe out for a while, depending on how bad the concussion is and how quick he is to pass some of these cognitive tests uh, that they will do. Obviously, when we know more about the status of Samoa Joe, you will know more as well. I did something that I said I was going to do, and I don't want to brag about it, but I mean, I do want to brag because that's who I am. I'm Charlotte Flair. So in 10 weeks, 
I get to face the champion of my choice at WrestleMania. And I mean, I, I don't take this decision lightly, and it means a lot to me. So at WrestleMania, I am going to challenge for a championship because I'm still thinking about it. Charlotte Flair, the winner of the 2020 Women's Royal Rumble, didn't declare who she was going to be facing at WrestleMania, partly because it might not be a Raw or a SmackDown champion. Now, there is speculation this morning from numerous sources, including the Wrestling Observer, that Charlotte Flair may turn up at NXT later on today, with the plan being that Charlotte Flair will return to her home of NXT, where she got started in the WWE and will challenge Rhea Ripley to a match at WrestleMania 36 for the NXT Women's Championship. Meltzer has said that Flair versus Ripley is very much on the books for WrestleMania. Um, there's a quite a few uh, months to go before we get there, and there's a lot that can change along the way. I must admit, I'm not upset at the idea of Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. It's a fresh match for Charlotte. I was wondering where they were going to go with Charlotte winning the Rumble, because I'm of the belief, and, and many others are as well, that Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler is still the lock-on for the Raw Women's Championship for WrestleMania. Uh, whilst she was conspicuous by her absence in the Rumble, there is still a lot of people saying that we're heading towards Bailey versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania, which kind of leaves the, the, the winner of the Royal Rumble without a friend. So why not maybe use uh, this opportunity to elevate uh, an NXT champion? Uh, Rhea Ripley being in the ring with Charlotte Flair, those two could make magic together. And it's a fresh match. It's a fresh it's a fresh altercation. It's a fresh setup. It's a fresh rivalry. And it's a, it's that thing again of putting some big league Raw and SmackDown stars on NXT on USA to push that rating up as well. So if Charlotte Flair starts making more appearances as part of NXT, it could easily draw more eyes over that way. I, for one, would be perfectly happy to watch Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair tear it up at WrestleMania 36. But hey, maybe, maybe tonight we'll have an idea if that's going to be the case. Look out for a helicopter landing at Full Sail University later. On the subject of WrestleMania, uh, this comes from Tom Colihue, who says that sources within WWE have made it clear that Paul Heyman is campaigning heavily to have Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar as the WrestleMania main event. However, he is at loggerheads with Vince McMahon, who believes that the main event should be Roman Reigns versus The Fiend instead. It's uh, not a surprise to me that Paul Heyman finds himself uh, headbutting Vince McMahon. I think it's something he made quite a career out of. But it does ask the question, which of those matches would you like to go on last? I think both have got a legitimate reason to do so. I think if you're going to crown Drew McIntyre as the new champion, I think that should go on last. I feel like Roman Reigns, however, finally getting the championship back is also a worthy competitor. Me, personally, I'd like to see uh, Brock versus Drew go on last. Personally, that that's me. Love to know your thoughts uh, at... Tom Campbell on Twitter or at Cultaholic on Twitter. Let me know what you think should be going on last out of those two at WrestleMania 36.
One star who nearly got the Drew McIntyre... One star that nearly got the Drew McIntyre treatment at the Royal Rumble was Alistair Black. Paul Heyman is incredibly high on everybody's favourite kicking Dutchman. And it was reported by several sites that WWE even considered giving Alistair Black the Brock Lesnar elimination in the Royal Rumble and consequently giving Alistair Black the Royal Rumble win. I'm kind of glad they went the way they did. I feel like at this point in time, as much as I love Alistair Black, I feel like there is more momentum behind Drew McIntyre right now. So I think if you had to choose between the two, I think they picked the right choice in Drew McIntyre. But I am not against an Alistair Black-Brock Lesnar match somewhere down the road. I think that'd be brilliant. Two more names have been added to the Impact Wrestling TNA Retro Show for WrestleMania week. This is shaping up. It's like one of the funnest nights of WrestleMania week, it really is. TNA Wrestling back for one night only, featuring the return of Aces and Eights. D'Lo Brown and Ken Anderson putting the skins back on. We found out yesterday that Chris Harris and Chris Saban are going to be there as well, two proper TNA mainstays. And uh, we've had confirmation that Petey Williams, the Canadian destroyer himself, and Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner will both be a part of that show as well. It's shaping up to be really, really fun. If they put it in a six-sided ring, then you're going to win all the points from me. WWE have announced today that they have some new Performance Center arrivals. They welcome Govinda Singh, Sukhwinder Grewal, and Laxi Kant Rajput, who have arrived at Orlando, Florida's Performance Center. What makes these guys extra special is uh, Singh and Grewal are both over seven feet tall, and they were trained by the great Carly. So they've reported to the Performance Centre for additional training. Uh, the idea of a seven-foot tag team. thats That's got Vince McMahon written all over it, hasn't it? Vince is going to love that when he sees these absolute units. You can check out their picture at WWE.com right now. Some, some big units arriving at the Performance Centre. And finally, Stone Cold Steve Austin is back with a new episode of The Steve Austin Show. He breaks down the 2020 Royal Rumble. Incidentally, when asked the question whether seeing Edge returning to a WWE ring has inspired him to maybe come back for one more match, Stone Cold Steve Austin said, no, no, he's fine. He's not, he's not coming back. He's done He's absolutely fine. He did, however, tell a really fun story. Well, it's fun now, but at the time it probably wasn't, about his biggest Royal Rumble blunder. What do we have here? We have right now, Kama still in there. We've got Diesel. We've got the British Bulldog, Shawn Michaels, Isaac Yankum, Fatu. And I believe the over the top, there goes Fatu, he's history. What happened to the ringmasters? Not certain. Must have been eliminated. We missed it. I got clotheslined over the top rope by Fatu many years ago in San Diego. It went out way too early. What 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 happens in that situation where you get eliminated? You weren't supposed to, and now you got to go back. The match, like you know, it's going to finish somehow, but you're not going to be a part of it. So now you have to go to the back. Like what happens? Well, I mean, you got to move on, but it's stressful and it sucks. And you walk back because you've disappointed the company because, you know, they put you in a spot. You failed to execute what they wanted you to do. And so in that in that moment and in that night, I was a failure and, you know, we had to proceed accordingly. Now, what happens in the ring is, you know, as I'm walking, 
right when I'm crossing that turnbuckle, I kind of just give Sean a subtle, I'm slitting my throat. And he sees, I'm, I am letting, making eye contact with him. And someone's beating him up at the time, letting him know that I'm gone. And so he has this look on his face and the cameras don't catch it, but I catch it because I'm looking directly at him. And he goes, dude, you know, really? In a split second. <laughs> and so that's when those guys being the professionals that they are make the yeah. necessary adjustments to know who's next, how it's going to go down. And then, you know, you just kind of get back on track and call it on the fly. And that's what being a professional is all about. But as far flack. as I go, you know, I didn't really get any flack. Everybody knows that, you know, accidents happen. And I certainly was hungry to do as good as I could. But, yeah. you know, you, you let the company down. No mistakes, no ands, ifs, or no no ands, ifs, or buts about it. I screwed up. So you just feel like shit. And then you yeah. go on about your career. And, and you did pretty well. Yeah, yeah, it turned out okay. Makes me feel better that stuff like that happens to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Makes me feel loads better. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Wednesday. On the podcast feed, a bit later on today, a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps, where I'm in conversation uh, with indie wrestling star Vader Scott. Uh, Turns out, as well as being a phenomenal wrestler with keen aspirations to smash the wrestling world in 2020, uh, she also wants to keep bees. We have the most wonderful random conversation on the podcast feed a bit later on today. And if you haven't checked it out already on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, uh, we break down some big Attitude Era returns that you completely forgot about. Some names in there that made a revival you didn't even remember happened. I bet you don't remember number three. Just putting that out there. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. (laughs) 